0: Thank you for listening to the program. Finally, in the study here that began quite a while ago for me uh, to go back through uh, the the book of Revelation, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's how it starts out. The very first the recording of the book is the revelation of Jesus Christ. John saw him write at first and took down the letters that the Lord told him to write to the church. But then in chapter 4, after this uh, door was opened in heaven, and I was caught up, and he told me, I will show you things which must be hereafter. And that is what we've been looking at through all these uh, chapters of Revelation, to where John again here says, I saw heaven opened. And this is the moment, I believe, that has been waited for. Obviously, when he was on the earth, they kept asking him, when uh, you're going to leave and go back? How long? When are you going to come back? And he said, I don't know the time. The angels in heaven don't know. I don't know. And you don't know. Only the Father knows that. And I believe that, uh, simply put. So here the time has finally come that I believe since Michael the time of the angels in heaven when there was a problem there was Satan and he was put out of the city the gates were were shut from that time I believe they knew the plan and of God and certainly from the time of Adam and Eve this moment has been looked for when He came to the earth and was here. That's why they couldn't understand. Why don't you rule the world? Go ahead and do what it is you were going to do. And he said, I will. But I came to accomplish what is all important. And the thing, only thing that is virtually important, really, truly, the kingdom is as wonderful as, as it is, will only be one day, a thousand years on the earth. So, but the idea of, Who he is and what he's done is all important that is the revelation of him. And right here is when every eye see him, if that moment was to be taken, would be at this moment here where John says, I saw heaven opened and he was sitting on a white horse and uh, i've heard it many times and it's one of the favorite questions is there is he really riding a white horse when he ascended uh at the end of 40 days there uh went back he said they were watching after him he said i'll be with you always to the end of the age and they were watching after him as he left and was taken up in the clouds disappeared from their sight and the angels came and said he who you've just seen leave will in like manner come again that doesn't mean he wouldn't or couldn't be riding a horse And he didn't leave with his vesture dipped in blood. But it is when he, even symbolically, it still is there. So in the way of understanding that, the angel is saying, just like you've seen him leave and you're looking like he'll never come back and it's going to be a long, yeah. Well, just as surely as he's left, he will come back. And he will. But I do believe there is a, Paul said there's a spiritual body and a natural body. There is a spiritual world and there's a natural world. The spiritual world is far more uh, real and and is the reality of, of all things, whereas it's basically backwards, I believe, as to what we think. The spiritual body is the real body. The natural body is not. It's of the dust. And so in heaven there are the living creatures. Look at the description they have uh one face they have is like a lion in fact one face is a man one a lion one a calf one an eagle so you have more animals there than not but uh in, in heaven i do believe there is a spiritual real horse and horses and and uh flowers and trees and water and but it's all spiritual In a way of being still a creation, and I'm not trying to be tedious, but over here in the new heaven and new earth, it is spiritual. Because he says, let me show you the bride. Let me show you, and he shows him the city. And all things become new is what the Lord says. Behold, I've made all things new. And that's him. Because when we become a new creature, that part of us that is that is his spirit in us. And that's what's tried in the fire and will always have and will always come through whatever the judgment. So here, the idea, I guess I'm trying to say is that time where he said, no one knows except my father in heaven. There was 30 minutes of silence before the seventh seal of the book was opened, because that's the judgment of God upon the earth. Here, it doesn't record a time of silence. Actually, it would be maybe the opposite. He says, I heard a great voice of much people saying hallelujah. I mean, we hear that word so much, but it means it, it really does. Part of the word means to clear it up and for God himself to do it. And that's what he's going to do. That's why they say hallelujah. And, and within that is you're bringing salvation, glory, honor, and by your power, Unto you are all these things because your judgment is right and true, and you have done and judged the earth. And here is when he comes back the seventh uh, trumpet, uh, the vials, all that has happened. But the final battle of, of uh, called uh, Armageddon. Uh, uh, there is, is what will happen treading the wine press. And it says he treads the wine press alone. The armies that follow him, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And right over here before it, it says the marriage of the Lamb has come, and her wife has made herself ready. And it was granted that she be arrayed in fine linen, white, clean and white. Because it's the righteousness of the saints, and that's his righteousness that we're given. I understand that. We're given his spirit in our heart, but that's where he said clearly, and Paul taught in every letter, that you can profit with that money that righteousness, that love that he gives you by being in fellowship with him. And he said, when you abide in my love, stay in it. You produce much fruit because that is, according to the verse we all quote is, that is the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, and peace. So here is the moment That has been waited for I believe since creation began in heaven and earth and all of it Uh, certainly since Adam and Eve were promised that he would come and he did come to bring the promise of the spirit to man and that's all important but to them and and everybody now rule the world and do that well he's going to and that's part of it it's the last day that has to happen but it's not the end Uh, it is the end of it all but it's not an end all it's not that it just goes on and on and on and never quits it doesn't it's 1000 years and it comes to an end and then the devil is loosed out of the pit and comes out and causes another uh or rebellion to where is the sand of the sea they come up and compass the city and nothing happens except fire comes down from heaven and devours them and then john says the devil was cast in to uh God's the lake of fire and the beast, false prophet, all that. And then on a great white throne. He judged everyone, separated everyone out. And then you come to chapter 21. And I believe that's when they would say the hallelujah that we were crying out when he was going to come back. It wasn't only because he was going to rule the world for a thousand years. That was actually the end of man, the the last day, the seventh day where he ruled. But it didn't fix everything by any means. Because look what happens at the end. But then after that, they would say after the judgment and all that, the new heaven and the new earth, the everlasting kingdom is what Peter calls it. That's another way to say we enter into eternity future with God, in the heart of God, as God, part of God, and that's all that's happening. It's all spiritual. It came out of his mind, all the plan, the people, the name, everything about it, and he put it out into creation, and it's been played out, and he has redeemed it, even the earth, because there's a new earth, and he partook of it. Anything I don't know how to explain, I don't know how to explain any of it, but I do know in our hearts for sure, we are a new creature and he redeemed us. And we live though on a new earth. And the first one was passed away. Uh, it, It was gone. And as far as we're concerned, it was, I believe, actually, it's the home of the lost uh, forever. I don't know. But they are raised up, even the lost, uh, supernaturally, their body to live on and not be snuffed out. And I do believe in my own heart that's the meaning behind the verse. He died not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. Because in the righteous judgment and logic of it all, you don't have a right to exist if you're ungodly. He paid the price for all to exist. That's why he was crucified before the foundation of the world. And that doesn't mean rocks. It means, the well, that too, but, but the foundation of a creature, of Lucifer, the first spirit. He actually literally had to pay the price of giving of his spirit and putting it in to a... Limited, uh, as it were, uh, portion, and then that would become still the Spirit of God as given to a personal awareness of a creature that it's their spirit. They're a little God, and they can do what they want, choose what they want to do evil. He doesn't and can't do that. So He gave of His heart even to create. And so that's part of what crucified before the foundation, before it was ever started. But he that's all things he knows, the secret things of God that we can hardly even enter into. But they know in heaven all the people. It says a great voice of much people. And then here it says the 24 elders fell down, the living creatures. I think every creature in heaven, far from being 30 minutes of silence, they are all in a great voice saying hallelujah. And it means finally has come the moment the time because they see him actually sitting on that horse they would say this is the moment waited for since time immemorial and now is the time it started there is no turning back now the and even a minute before this you could ask the lord again there and people say well when's it going to be Only the Father knows. But when He says do it, then that time has come. So even though it's a thousand years more in the kingdom and all that, there is no turning back. And they don't, all of them, look at it now in heaven. Oh, everything's perfect and right. We don't have, not a thing in the world wrong. No, they would say, no, this is for what it is. Yeah, perfect. But all is not well until He returns, rules the world, and brings peace and justice to the world, and then shows the vanity of man and evil at the end of it by the revolution that comes about. Then he devours all that, does away with the earth and heaven, all of it, and then has the great day of judgment to where every last creature is there before him. And then what? Then the everlasting kingdom. We go into heaven, eternal future with God, as God, part of God, no more sorrow, tears, crying, nothing, pain, nothing anymore like that. And in heaven today, they would say, well, we're 99% on that, but it's still, there's a, a lot of things have to happen. A, a, a lot, the the end of times and all those things. But there will come a time when all that is done. and all, over. That's what he says in, in this new heaven and earth, behold, I've made all things new. He said unto me, it is finished. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. It's done. That's when it's all done. After the kingdom on this earth, that just closes out the chapter of this earth and man and all that, as good as it is. It's not the, the what he's after is to rule the world forever like that. Or he would. What he wants is what this new heaven and earth will be. So right here, I see chapter 19 as... Somebody putting a pedal to the floor, and and it doesn't stop until it's over, and and it that's true with the whole thing. But still, there's this always this question, and it's still today. When is that going to be? Well. Only the Father knows. But John is seeing here in vision anyway that moment. And that explains to me a lot, if not all, of why he was overcome here in verse 10 and fell at the feet of that angel to worship. And the angel said, no, I'm a fellow servant like you. Get up. Don't do that. He was overcome. And you look at what he said here. uh, The great voice uh, of all the people said, hallelujah, he's returning and going to That's the beginning of the end of it all, which is the end of it all to to have the everlasting eternity future begin. But down here, the the uh, before he fell down before the angel, the angel said or the voice said, let us be glad and rejoice for the marriage of the lamb has come. We already are married to him. But this is the marriage supper is what he's saying here this is just the next verse. It was granted to us to the wife to I believe all that are in him to be at that supper to to and it's a thousand years it's a feast, a festivity of a thousand years of celebrating what he's done and who he is, and that we're married to him, part of that and John sees that and knows of all of the apostles that he taught them. And, and uh, when they were born again, they saw how true. It's all about him and his love. That's all it's about. It's not about heaven or earth here or there or not or what or what you have or don't have. It's all about him. Has to be. It has to be. What else is it going to be about? Something that's ungodly? No, and the creature at its best is vain and ungodly. But when he lives in us, he says, when I live in you, then you will live. You will have true life in you. And yeah, we have the old man and his soul and stuff still going strong. As it were, the old man is still there. Not technically because his heart's been taken out and you know who Christ is. I remember that moment that that happened to me and I believed and knew who he was. I was given a new spirit in that way because the old spirit was I was God. I didn't believe in any other god. I was. I, 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 what else are you gonna do? You're your own god. Well, then, when he came in, that part of the old man was replaced with the idea that no, I knew who he was, and I knew he was God. But the old soul that I had, emotions and all that, they went right. It was still all right there, unfortunately. But still, it's all different though, because you do have his spirit in you and you have access to that and that's the whole study of sanctification is what does that really entail what is that really call? but here it's it's such a powerful picture that john says after these things after all these things that he showed me it's like i saw him coming back to the earth that's when the earth sees him that's when everybody in heaven sees it happen that's the moment that all of creation as it were have been waiting for, even the lost, I say as it were, I don't know, not really truly, but still, all of creation, whether they know it or not, this moment right here is one unlike, I, I don't know, it's so profound, because in just a day or so, it ends up in going into the everlasting kingdom that will be beyond description what that is, and how that would be But here, uh, the marriage supper has come. It'll still be on this earth. We'll still be here with him, those the greatest, least in your place, and rule with him over this world and make sure it's right for a thousand years and keep peace and order and uh, uh, rule with a rod of iron, meaning you won't go around smashing people, but you won't have to they would they would say in that day you can imagine they're everywhere they see you anyway doesn't matter if you see them or not you just think wrong and you see what happens you can't even get started to go steal that car you'll be they'll stop you before you even get there This just and so all that is pent up in the nature of man is not changed except those born again and they still are in the flesh, but there are those that don't believe and trust in him as God 500 years into the kingdom. Yeah, I've heard about it hundreds of years now, but I wasn't here then that was then this is now. And he's a supernatural ruler and all that. I get it, but he won't let us do any of the things we kind of want to do. What is wrong with him? We don't like him. So at the end, it all comes a rebellion when Satan is loosed and he goes around and kind of talks to everybody and gets, and then you have a mob control and they all rebel against the Lord himself because they don't like his restrictions, his rules, his law. And that's been true from day one, from Lucifer to Adam and Eve to today. But John sees this great moment That means so much in the coming kingdom, the thousand years. Yeah, that's good. I'm not taking away from that. But it means so much in the way that then after that, then the everlasting kingdom, the judgment and the everlasting kingdom. So right now and right up the minute before John saw this, it was like, when's that going to be? Nobody knows but the Father. Now everybody knows it's going to be now because he, as it were, got on the horse and he's <laughs> he left the right hand of God where he sat down forever after he paid for our sin he's he's up and going to he's on and everybody then with one voice one accord every creature in heaven cries out hallelujah and uh, it is uh, uh, it's just uh, profound and so I'll uh, next the, uh, try to continue on here I don't want to go too slow or too fast because we're we're coming to chapter 21 here in no time and, and it's as it were the end and uh, but but I I just wanted to try to see the drama the the emotion the power behind just him sitting on that white horse everybody is on their feet cheering <laughs> uh, finally Finally, and the word, like I said, has the meaning of clearing the air. I mean, he's he's going to clear it up, and uh, he does. And it, it's uh, in a way a tragic thing, and that's what they're saying, Hallelujah! About it, is that the river's going to like blood, going to run like a river, and the enemies begin. Well, yeah, because that's justice, and that he carries it out and does it, and that's just the beginning. He rules the, the earth a thousand years. And they say, it's still not all is well, though. But when the great day of judgment is over and gone, then everybody will say, he'll say, look, all things are new. All is well. And that will be the greatest relief for God, the Father, the Son, the Spirit of God, us and everybody. Finally, that day has come. But right here is the, the opening the starting the, the the no turning back here when he returns to the earth so still revelation 19:11, to me the most profound powerful verse i saw heaven opened and i saw him sitting on a white horse the one that's called faithful and true and he goes to judge and make war And I don't know for one last thought what it's worth if you see an army uh, fighting another army and then like Goliath or somebody, the champion of that army, saying, who's that coming out to to fight against us by himself? Uh, Oh, that's the great warrior. That's the greatest warrior they have is coming. Well, what's uh, his clothes dipped in blood? What's that? Oh, he kind of does that. Before he fights, uh, before he takes on the enemy, he dips uh, his clothes in blood, kind of like putting on uh, face paint, war paint. Yeah, yeah. But he dips his clothes in blood. Then the person would say, we're finished. (laughs) We're finished against a person that that's, that's how it starts out. We're finished. And they are. They don't even do anything. He just speaks the word and they're all consumed and slain. And uh, even I, you want to get all, yeah, just, but it's, I don't know. I, I just know it's the greatest event, I believe, before or since or any other time or ever will be. And, and entering into the everlasting kingdom, that, that will be the greatest event, as it were. But, but you know what I mean here. The greatest part of the creation before that, all of it, I think this is the most dramatic. When John says, I saw him and he was returning to the earth like he said that he would. Thank you for listening to the program.